general nerdery. Please remember to set your phones to silent during the movie, except probably don't, because I bet you you are listening to this podcast through your phone right now, and that would actually counter the entire point of this experience. No, but that reminded me to take my phone off the table so we don't hear it. <laughs> I, I mean, I know everyone can hear it, but like, it's interesting. When it happens to other people's podcasts, I don't care at all when I hear the other random noise. I think it's funny. When I hear it on one of ours, I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as the editor of Word Balloons, when it goes off on Word Balloons, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Steven, you asshole, how could you have forgotten? I know that's yours. I can hear yeah. it. No, and it does not matter. It always is the person listening being like, I'm the one who did that. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I know every time which one's mine. And I'm, I'm very bad about it. Anyways, welcome to trailer time. Trailer park. We're not, we've never bothered to come up with a name for this. Uh, the, the trailers. We're watching the trailers. trailers. We did trailers. The trail. No. The, the local radio station. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do Dune first, because oddly enough, it's the thing we have the least to say about. Yeah, because there's not much new in this trailer. The sound editing was fucking awful. Yeah. The like the sound balance. It was the music was like fine. I could barely hear any person. I think we got what like two seconds more of Erlen. Erlen, the the blonde girl. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. To, in all honesty, the, like, I the, still have not watched the last. The year. blonde girl who is the person who's theoretically recording everything showed up a bit more. Timothy Chalamet bun yelled a bunch. Yeah, a little bit more of him getting ready to uh, ride the worm. Does the worm turn? I'm not worried about this movie because the last one was good enough that I'm just willing to roll with this cast and director. But like, yeah, this trailer did nothing for me. Yeah, I like I yeah. Same. So on to the other Jason Momoa property that I'm gonna watch the sequel to simply because the first one was good enough. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The other trailer that did absolutely nothing for me. Uh, other than I like the, I, well, I kind of thought it was stupid, but I thought it was stupid enough that it made me laugh at the, the turn of uh, Aquaman and his baby. He's just like, ah, life is sweet. I'm going to swim with you. I'm going to teach you about swimming and fishing. And it's going to be great. And I love you. You're my baby. And it's, it's great. And then just cut to a uh, black man. It's just like, I'm going to kill fucking Aquaman. He's <laughs> dead. Like, oh, also, okay. I guess Ocean Master's a good guy now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, Aquaman seems like the guy who would uh, take him back. Yeah, it does not go well anytime he's tried to do that. Really, if we follow the comics, the baby's gonna die, and Aquaman will get his hand eaten by piranhas. Possibly in the same story. I don't read enough Aquaman like solo books to actually know. It's kind of what I'm hoping is going to happen. Yeah, I legitimately, I, I didn't think I was going to think this, but I legitimately hope they kill that baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because, fuck me, the, the, now that I think about it, like, as, as death, as deadly as the uh, DC movies are, they don't really have anybody die. That makes sense. Uh. And, like, it would give it some little bit of extra life. I don't know, like, I'm going to watch it because the first one was so much fun. Yeah. This trailer looked bad, but in fairness, the trailer for the first one also looked bad, and then it was a good movie. So I'm willing to give this a chance. And that yeah. said. And Jason Momoa is pretty great in a lot of the stuff I see him in, and also I like this director. I'm going to 
I was reading about how nervous the movie theaters are that their big hope for making money over the holidays is Aquaman 2. And I'm like, I get why. Mm -hmm. I noticed that Amber Heard doesn't show up fucking once in this trailer. There's no Mara in this. Weird. I wonder why. She's in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, she's in the movie. They did not take her out. Although who knows how much after however many rounds of re-edits and reshoots it ended up going through and elon musk calling in to try to get her fired god what a just round of everyone sucks by the sound of everyone oh my god everything about this movie's production sounds like it sucks because even moving away from like the amber heard of it apparently they had uh two different batman cameos filmed and then completely scrapped for this Momoa's heart does not sound like it was in this movie either. Like, then I don't, I don't blame them. I understand that this movie was far enough along when they made the choice to hire James Gunn, that it was just kind of too late. Mm-hmm. Although they scrapped a fucking like 90% completed movie with bad girl. So fuck off. They could have scrapped this too. Um, yeah, but like, I, I guess, okay. I I'm glad they didn't scrap it because I hate it when they scrap mostly finished products for a tax write off. It's horseshit or completely finished products in the case of Batgirl. Cause so that was Batgirl was in post-production and, uh, uh, coyote versus Acme. That was going to be a Looney Tunes movie starring John Cena also got completely scrapped. Isn't that back on? Is it back on? I think um, it's back on. It's it's as last I saw, they were shopping it to other distributors. That's what it was. Okay. Was they got like it was going to be completely scrapped, and instead of scrapping it, they managed to get back the rights to at least shop it around to be able to still okay. put it out. Fair enough. My my point is though, like those ones that actually sound like kind of fun or at least interesting and new kept going. But they fucking, or not kept going, got scrapped, but they fucking keep going with Aquaman 2 and The Flash. Oh my god, The Flash, after so much fucking goddamn controversy around Ezra Miller. Just like, why not just cut bait? Yeah. I I don't know. Aquaman 2, I'll watch it. I'm not going to the fucking theaters to watch it. Like, I'm gonna watch it at home. I don't know, I might do like a super bargain matinee if I was to, you know... See if you guys want to go. Ha- okay, fair enough. Have a bunch of edibles. <laughs> like, make a day of it, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, but like the trailer itself. And Jason Momoa is charming. Uh, the weird undersea god person looks interesting. Yeah, who is I that? I couldn't figure out who that, that might be Sharpatis or something like this. Aquaman's villain's circle is bad. Yeah. Because he's got Black Manta, who usually has the supervillain power of a harpoon gun. Sometimes laser eyes, but honestly, keep it at a harpoon gun. I don't mind um, the laser eyes. I think it's pretty I, I don't either, but I just think it's funny that, like, everyone else has, like, I think over-the-top if, supervillains. And <laughs> if the helmet's going to be that big, it, it needs to have something. lasers. You're right. I just, I like making fun of Black Manta. No, that's fair. Uh, and then Ocean Master. And I guess King Shark, but King Shark isn't even originally an Aquaman villain, I don't think. I think he was and isn't like he, Superboy first. Isn't mm. he like more neutral now-ish? Yeah, but only because uh, people like him. 
Uh, yeah, because he's charming. And who doesn't like sharks? Because in They're Secret Six, they introduced King Shark. Uh, Gail Simone introduced this version of him. And he kept yelling, King Shark is a shark. And everyone went, well, well he's that's an true. now. <laughs> like, he's, um, who doesn't love the shark? This man <laughs> speaks the truth. Yes. <laughs> also, and then we got like the three different versions of King Shark, and all of them are amazing. Also, I don't know enough about him, but Jeff, the 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 shark from Gwenpool, uh, are you familiar with this? Yeah, he's Jeff the Land Shark. He first appears in West Coast Avengers. He's kind of a Kelly Thompson thing. I can lend you the books, uh, please. Um, <laughs> this is what we think of Aquaman. We've talked about everything, but we, we ended up on Jeff the Baby Land Shark. Tamara Morrison looks like he's going to be great. Yeah, because he's you know. Boba Fett. <laughs> Nicole like, Kidman looks like she's collecting a paycheck. Yeah, well, good for her. Yeah, exactly. I like Golden. Yeah. I, Worst case scenario, I'll watch it six months after uh, theaters in once it's a hit uh, max. I like Nicole Kidman, but I'm also, she doesn't tend to do the kind of movies I'm as likely to watch. But because she wore lingerie in Batman Forever, and that's what I learned what it being interested in girls was, uh, like... Yeah. 10 years old, I will uh, eternally just have affection for Nicole Kidman. No, that's fair. <laughs> what other did we watch? No, uh, no I'm just uh, thinking Nicole Kidman and lingerie. Right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Kong. Kong X Godzilla. A new empire. Which, that trailer came out the day we watched, I watched Godzilla versus Kong for the episode where we're going to record in a few minutes that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. Looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a continuation of what's been happening. I don't know why King Kong has a robot arm or a gauntlet or something, but like, cool. I don't know why Godzilla looks like the needler from Halo, but. Godzilla in some of the old movies has a thing where he gets powered up and I assume they're just tacking onto some of that. Oh, he's, he's got some crystal power now. Yeah. I don't remember why, but fair enough. Uh, I mean, you see him wake up out of like some sort of big old chunk of ice or maybe crystal. I don't know. He definitely know. does an Avatar The Last Airbender thing of mm-hmm. taking a nap um, in the ice for a while. And Kong's got some bitchin' looking gauntlet that made me like, I I was, I thought uh, we were watching. At, it opens with this weird like gauntlet thing breaking up out of the ground. And I was like, am I? Did I miss the thread? And are we watching fucking Transformers? I definitely so thought Transformers too when it first. So I think they're. There was supposed to be a scene in the Godzilla versus Kong that is out where one of them is in armor originally that ended up getting scrapped. But like some of the different visual effects artists and stuff has have confirmed that like, oh, no, that was a thing we were working on. It just just didn't make it. It just didn't make it. And so I'm wondering if that's just dumb. So like (laughs) continued on in some form. Uh, Cool. Um, I looked up the cast for this one because I was curious the Jane Goodall of King Kong and her deaf adopted daughter are both back, which we saw in the trailer. Okay. Sweet. Which, uh, happy about that. Cause I actually kind of like those two. Right. Uh, consp- Brian Tyree Henry, the conspiracy guy. guy, Millie Bobby Brown and fucking Mark, who we spent half of our Godzilla episode yelling about is not back for this one. He's not back, but is Millie Bobby? Brown She's back? not back either. I don't <laughs> think either one. That's, that's her fine. story. We'll get into it when we record our other thing. Her story feels kind of... It's fine. Apocryphal at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need a third one of her watching after Godzilla. (laughs) It's always been a... Yeah. We'll get into it in the episode. (laughs) Uh, 
I don't, yeah, that's all of our trailers. Today, I mean, this one is the one that I like. I legitimately enjoyed this trailer. The other two. Right. Uh, yeah, this one, it left me with questions that made me interested in watching it more so than questions about like, how did this get made situations that I had on the other trailers we've watched? Watching it with my wife, literally we finished watching it and we had, we watched Godzilla versus Kong and then we watched this like two minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm. And she just went, they're going to be friends in this one, right? <laughs> With like that kind of threatening voice at me. And I'm like, you know, I don't have control over this. But yes, it does look like that. Like that was her entire thing. That whole, which is, I, I did wonder if at first in that trailer that like pink Godzilla meant that he was under control by the evil monkey. But then we see them running side by side, and now I'm just confused. They will fight at some point a little bit, because it's fucking Godzilla and King Kong. Like, yeah, they're, they just yeah. like fighting. They gotta size but, each other up at uh, some point. They, I it's mean, gonna end with the Rocky Three freeze frame. I am still <laughs> hoping. Uh, that's a great, I hope that is how they end it. <laughs> I am still hoping, because the one thing I wanted from Godzilla versus Kong was for Kong to ride Godzilla into battle. <laughs> and it might be harder with the uh big the kong big well i was going to say the crystals um, but um the the whatever bat crystal things but like just saying oh yeah one wrong <laughs> bump and that gets very uncomfortable <laughs> no thank you uh furiosa you and i were talking about this at work a little bit I'm excited to see it just because, like, I'm excited to see anything in the Mad Max universe, and I'm, like, completely all in on giving George Miller free reign to do whatever the fuck he wants. That man has blank check car blanche. He can do whatever he wants. I still haven't seen it a thousand years of longing, and I really want to, because fucking Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba in in a gin love story? Yeah, fucking wild. Okay, uh, I'm not even... from from George Miller, the director of Mad Max and, and Babe, Pig yeah. in the he City. He did Babe too. Yep. And well, oh wait, he may not technically have done Babe, but he he was involved. He with... may have been like a shadow director on it. I don't remember the details of it. I know he definitely did Babe too, but like he wasn't. Uh, I just they covered him on blank check, and I'm okay. Yeah, loosely here's, remembering it. Here's the interesting thing, and you and I were talking about this at work. I give zero shits about any connective tissue between the different Mad Max movies. Like Mad Max, uh, uh, Road Warrior, Beyond Thunderdome, Fury Road. Like they don't, there's no yeah, cohesive I've, thing and there shouldn't be. I don't care. Yeah. But for some reason. Other than George Miller's vision is the only f- fucking cohesive thread I need. Sure. But like there's not like an a ongoing storyline. This is just like let's tell moments of the post-apocalypse. For some reason, Furiosa feels like she does have a more complete storyline in that. So it's kind of weird to have this. Focusing on this grounded character in the middle of this franchise where none of the rest of it makes sense. Apparently, they are planning to do a trilogy, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. And this is supposed to be the second in the Furiosa saga. I don't know. I just like... It's not, I don't want to say I don't have interest because one, as we've said, like George Miller doing post-apocalyptic car stuff. Cool. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm down. I feel no need for it to be Furioso. I feel no need to watch her backstory. 
if they just wanted to be like, hey, let's do basically female Mad Max with Anna Taylor Joy, it would have been like, absolutely. But like, because I don't know why the fact that because it's Furiosa, I'm a little more trepidatious. Maybe because Mad Max, uh, Fury Road is just so perfect a movie. I, so I'm all in on this. If they give us a scene where there's a three minute cameo where Mad Max shows up and he's the same age. Sure. He does just seem to further to be like solidify him as just like this legendary desert wanderer. Like, yeah, I, I almost think he's kind of more of a, like a spirit of the like tragedy of the fall more than anything else. Did it seem like some of it seemed like glossy, weird CGI over human faces? I was just about to bring it up. The CGI I mean, is and it's, more noticeable. I, and it, it is a trailer. It so could be pre-production CGI, CGI stuff done. that's not finalized. Fury Road had so little CGI, though, that like noticing CGI cars bothered me. And it, I like, are they trying if like, are they trying to make on a t- Taylor joy look more like fucking Charlize Theron in, in I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, that's mostly where I noticed it is on her, mostly on her face is where it felt like I was noticing it, uh, which I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, I do have a feeling that the studios probably stepped in though. And they're like, George, you're like 90. If you're going to do another one of these, you're using CG so that we can get it done in like two years rather than. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't blame them, but I'm also just like, come on. Well, and it looks like some of the cars they wanted to do, they wanted to go a little like bigger, more over the Mm -hmm. top. I highly recommend listening to the Blank Check podcast on George Miller if you haven't. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, It's fascinating. Did you know George Miller was a licensed surgeon who was practicing as a practicing surgeon during pre-production of Mad Max. I did not. How old is George Miller? He is like, he's, well, I'll look it up, but I know he is. I want to see. He's at least not young eighties. I'm eternally sad that his justice league movie didn't get made. Yeah. Even though we would have had to deal with Arnie hammer as Batman, but in fairness, we didn't know about his weird blood. Thing Cannibal fetishes. Then. Yeah. Uh, he's 78. Oh, wow. I thought he was like 84. I thought he was like, I thought he was early eighties in all honesty. Um, but yeah, uh, a big facet of it was seeing, um, he's like, he hates car crashes. He's terrified of them. A huge facet of making Mad Max was wanting to show the horrors of car crashes because he had to deal with a lot of, a lot of them as a surgeon. And I find it fascinating. And then he made Fury Road. (laughs) I don't know. This one, we seem to be ramping up in movies I'm more excited to, or things I'm more excited to see with everyone we've done here. Other than I'm very excited for Dune, but that trailer was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm most excited for this one probably to see out of all of it. Um, my the one I'm most excited about is the next one, Fallout. Yeah. Now, I mean. I want to say I fucking love Fallout, but I've only really played Fallout 3 and New Vegas because those were the only ones I ever had access to and the time to play at the same time. I I didn't play enough Fallout in all honesty to have a lot of like love for any of it. I, I played Fallout 3 and didn't get terribly, terribly far. Um, I played a lot of 3. 
2 was the first game that made me realize that I needed to rethink about how I approached games and like like actually have to be able to plan for things cuz I remember like one of my first playthroughs I completely fucked over myself and wasn't able to like advance past a certain part cuz I just built my character like an idiot um, well, Fallout's one of those games, like, because there's plenty of, you know, fucking playing Spyro or I don't know why I picked Spyro or Mega Man or whatever, where like your build doesn't matter too much. And then you pick up a game like Fallout or Diablo for the first time and something and be like, I sunk a lot of time into this character who is not useful because I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, but yeah, and I, I started. I think that's also why I fell off on three is that I. I just ended up sinking a lot of time and I wasn't getting as far as I thought I should have been. And I didn't quite understand how to properly play it. Yeah. I started with two, put in a lot of time on that. Eventually went back to one, but unless you really want to experience the story of one, there's no reason to play it. Cause two is like just the same game, but uh, like all of the quality of life improvements. It's like going back to Diablo one after playing Diablo two. Like yeah. it's just, Unless you want to experience the story, there's no actual reason to do that to yourself. Yeah, other than um, to say you did it. Yeah. Ton of three, ton of four, bit of New Vegas. New Vegas fucking rocks. I actually like three a lot more than it gets credit for, but it's also my first Fallout. And I didn't have, like, because a lot of people are like, oh, they changed all these things. I'm like, yes, but I didn't know that. So I just had <laughs> post-apocalyptic Skyrim with an actual sense of humor. Which one mm -hmm. had Liam Neeson? Three, three. Okay, then yeah, I did play three. Uh, I'm super excited for it. I'm into it. What I appreciate about it is it seems to be getting the balance right between like, this is kind of terrifying, this is some good action, and this is kind of funny. Yeah. Because that was what I was worried about at first with the first like minute of the trailer of nothing made me like smirk. And Fallout is great. Because it's kind of funny, like that aesthetic of the like 50 sci-fi in yeah. the post-apocalypse and the, the old retro music. futuristic stuff like they did a fallout game that used like modern of the era rock music and it didn't fucking work. I mean, it didn't work for a lot of reasons, but part of it was just like, this is not this is a decent post-apocalyptic game, but it's not mm -hmm. fallout. Also, Kyle McLaughlin. Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, Kyle McLaughlin being in it is awesome. I'm Walter sold. Goggins too. That's it. Walton Goggins is Wal the reason I'm going to be watching. Which it. one's Walton? Goggins? The guy playing the ghoul. Oh, okay. Which, like, I always love Walton Goggins. He's fucking. What top. else is he? Um, he is in Justified, right? Justified. Um, uh, he uh, Django is, Unchained. Uh, American um, Ultra. Sons of Anarchy. He is um, community. Do like community. In oh, Django, he's the he's, one's like, I'm going to go walking in the moonlight with you. He's the, yeah, I think I know who we're talking about now. Okay. <laughs> and he's the one that keeps calling him Django. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's the executor of Pierce's estate and community who's like tr who's like giving them big, uh, like cryogenically frozen thermoses of uh, Pierce's sperm. Um, and bequeathing them to them as his last request. Okay. And I was thinking of someone else, but yes, I do like Walton Goggins. He has a crazy face. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that as a negative. He just has a crazy He's uh, face. Uncle Baby Billy in uh, Righteous Gemstones. I need to look up what his name is in American Ultra because it might be Crazy Face <laughs> or something akin. He's amazing as Uncle Baby Billy. Cool. And so, yeah, I'm, I was in it when they said he's playing a ghoul before I saw any pictures or anything. And then uh, before watching the trailer, I saw the picture drop the other day of like, the power armor and I was like the oh power armor looks good. Oh, yeah, hello, it, it looks really good. It looks really well crafted. I am unfortunately going to compare it to the final season of uh uh Miracle Workers the whole time I watch it. I just <laughs> I won't be able to stop myself. It's not crazy face. It was laugher which is no, disappointing. Lame. lame. I do, he does have a crazy face though. <laughs> I do wonder if they uh throw a nod to the series and the dog ends up being named Dog Meat. It would be insane to have a dog in Fallout and not name it Dogman. Um, I really want to see them reference a little bit of the like RPG nature of Fallout. Mm. I want them to do the, I don't know how they'll do it, but the VAT system, the way that it's set up in the game. <laughs> like something like that. I want them to reference a little bit of the feel of playing the game. Right. Because uh, I, I did love that, like the VAT system and like trying to figure out how to take out a group of people and shit like that. That was, that was fun. I, the, I hope they make a reference to vault 77. That's my biggest hope. Is that the puppets one? That's the puppets one. If, do you, have you seen the, okay. So they hired the penny arcade guys to do some cross media promotion. Mm-hmm. So the penny arcade guys did a five comic strip about, cause each vault, has its own human experimentation stuff going in it. Like the it vaults was, were never intended to save anybody. The vault tech was just doing a different experiment in each one. So Wild. vault one Oh one, the one from fallout three is basically a like semi-religious fascist setup to see how people struck function with that. One of the other ones, they released a bunch of drugs. They do various like, in the Penny Arcade, they're listing different ones, and it's like a hundred women and one man, or a uh, hundred men and one woman. A hundred men, one a hundred men, a hundred women, and one hungry panther. <laughs> um, and the final one is one man and a box full of puppets. And they do a like little thing of just following this guy and his as he slowly goes insane and leaves, like goes insane with his puppets leaves and kind of becomes a serial killer out in the, the wasteland. wasteland. And it ends with like the, uh, a bunch of Raiders freaking out about like, then he came the puppet man. And you can find reference to him in fallout three. You can find the Raider camp that has been fucking wrecked with just references to the puppet man has come. That's cool. And um, I think you can find a vault 77, um, jumpsuit too, or I don't remember what I found yeah. it once, but it was fucking like ten years ago, so I don't really remember. But that's what I like about Fallout. They were willing to be like, "That's insane." Yeah, we'll put that and make <laughs> that like established canon. <laughs> that's fucking wild. It's so funny. Every couple years, I'll end up. Re I mean, it's only like ten three panel things long, but I'll mm -hmm. just go sit down and reread those fucking cool trope. Whenever I see that, like people dealing with isolation by like setting up mannequins and, and puppets and shit like that. Like 
I instantly thought of uh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend did it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crichton in season in his first appearance in Red Dwarf, where he can't admit that his people have died. So he's a just long time ago, <laughs> like <laughs> thousands of years ago. So he's just been like taking care of the skeletons for de- uh, centuries. Uh, the last man on earth has a very funny one. There's a, the Will Forte show. Yeah. There's a bunch of different Wilsons essentially. <laughs> okay. I think that's it for trailers today. And we have a bunch of other stuff to record. So I guess we're going to let you go. This is how I finish phone calls too. Also what they like, I don't know how to end this. So now we're going to leave. I got other things to do now, <laughs> so I'm going to politely let you go. Bye, 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 bye. Hi, everybody. General Tyler here. If you like the show, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us right now, or preferably over at Apple Podcasts, we would super appreciate it, as the whole world is around on algorithms, and we want to be all up in them, getting our voice out to more places. Uh, also, I mean, tell your friends, we always appreciate that. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, ask us questions, give us comments, email us generalnerderypod at gmail.com. You can also contact us through our website, www.generalnerdcast.com. Uh, while you're there, check out all of our back catalog or click the links up at the top as we are part of the Earworm Podcast Network. Uh, go check out all of our sister shows. We're involved with most of them, so if you already like listening to us talk, it might be in your best interest. And if you want to check out everything from the network, head over to earverm.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. We'd super appreciate it. Love you all. Have a good one.